Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back inside the Carol Sofer Indoor Practice Facility. Coming to you live here from Canes Fest on the campus of the University of Miami. Our entire broadcast crew is uh, is here today. I'm Danny Rabinowitz. My pregame co-host Brian Monroe is here. Don Bailey Jr. is here. Josh Darrow uh, was here with us earlier. Our engineer today, of course, John Bryant. Of course it's John Bryant. Uh, he is here uh, with us as well. Danny Garcia back in the studio. Victor Bermudez is uh, here with us today as well. And we are uh, just getting set now to be joined by the athletic director of the University of Miami, Dan Radakovich, as uh, once again coming to you live here from Canes Fest at the Carol Sofer Indoor Practice Facility. And uh, Mr. Radakovich is uh, is ready to go here, so we'll welcome uh, welcome aboard here. Thank you for taking the time with us. Appreciate it. Well, it's good to be here. What a nice afternoon, and you know, utilizing this facility uh, like we're doing right now for this type of an event, really great, really great. Yeah, I mean, the, the atmosphere here today has been has been electric, and all the fans starting to uh, file in, and and just the the feeling around this football program and everything that you and, and Mario have have brought to this program so far this season and coming into this season, it just you feel it, you feel the change and and the excitement I think from the community. Well, I appreciate you saying that. You know, up to this point in time, it's Mario, his staff, and everybody bringing a lot of the student athletes together and getting these young men ready for this season i mean it's a it's a 12 month a year kind of a job and you know we're getting now to the point where where he uh, and the student athletes have an opportunity to show their wares you know they can they can in a couple of weeks they'll have an opportunity to show everybody about the hard work that they've done but departmentally you know we have a lot of really good folks here i mean our marketing staff has worked together to put this event on uh, that's that's an important piece to outreach the community because you know, hurricane football needs to have needs people. We need friends. So bring somebody with you to, to a ball game because I know it's going to be very entertaining. It's a great stadium to play in. And, and we want to make sure that we give our student athletes the environment that's necessary to have, uh, have that home, home crowd advantage for sure. And, Dan, the importance of season tickets. I mean, it shows support for the players. It shows support for the coaching staff. shows support for the university. But the more people in that stadium – they make a difference in a ball game. I mean, they really can. There's no question. And, you know, one of the things you learn, well, is you come new to an organization and to a community, you learn a lot during the fall, during your first football season, about how the cadence works, how the people are, are involved with the, with the university, how the university, you know, works within their, with the football program. So I'm really excited about all of that. 
But, Don, to your point about season tickets, it, it's the bedrock. Okay, you know that, that those folks are going to be here, that those dollars are inside the door, that you can plan and you can move forward because of the season tickets. So we just encourage people to do that because that gives us a better platform to be able to move forward. Miami's always been great. It's been an incredible city. Even back when I was a student here and worked here, if there was a huge opponent and a big game, the people came. But we need to make sure that we can do that plus make sure that everybody continues to have uh, each, you know, during the week when maybe we're playing not uh, a ranked opponent, but the Hurricanes are ranked. So come see that ranked opponent, the seven, Hurricanes. Seven times a year is what we're, we're asking for in, at, at Hard Rock, right? I mean, exactly. That, seven Saturdays or seven, day, seven days a year to come support a head coach that was born and raised here, played here and everything, and all these players that go with it. I don't think it's asking too much. Well, there's a, you know, it's, it, it's funny because I've been back here now seven months, and, and there have been Saturdays when I've been up in my office, and it's a beautiful day outside, and I'm like, well, you know, it'll be like that next week too. So let me get what I get, let me get done what I need done this week, and maybe I'll enjoy some of the weather next week. But to your point of seven Saturdays, yeah. we we need to have them. That's we need right. to have them exactly. And you know, like you said, you're back home. Welcome back home. You know, we we're happy to have you here. You know, you can't you came from Clemson, being at the highest level. What are the differences, or what is the challenge from going to a college town to like a city of the Miami? Well, it, there, there's, it's a great question. And, you know, I, I'd worked for a while at Georgia Tech, which is obviously in the middle of the city of Atlanta. Um, so a lot of lessons learned there that you can bring here. Uh, but, you know, Clemson, it, it was the upstate part of South Carolina. It was dominant. You know, there was not a whole lot else to do there. When those, uh, when those football Saturdays came about, it was like everybody just, the magnet just drew them to that area. And they, they had some success, you know, over the last few years. So uh, people started to get used to that, and, and it became a happening. And that's really what we have to be able to do here. The, the success that I know that we're going to have as a program is going to bring back what had been here many, many years ago because now you have folks that were students here that are now have their children and maybe even grandchildren in there uh, because of the timing and say, hey, come and do this because it was really fun for me and I want to be able to show you what it was like when the University of Miami was great and you know we want to make sure to expose expose a new generation uh, to that. University of Miami Athletic Director Dan Radakovich here with us on WQAM. I, I wanted to ask you about the staff that this football program has assembled and, and obviously of Mario Cristobal up top but to me it's the rest of the staff that's such a key to this program's success, and you have so many great coaches here now that, that really can lead these these student-athletes. And not only that, but, you know, we were just talking about it, the, the resources that these players have. You can go and speak to Alonzo Highsmith, or you can go and speak to Jason Taylor and get that advice. And I just think the staff that's been assembled here and that commitment that uh, the university has made is, is just going to be such a difference maker. Well, let's start with the commitment from the university, you know, from President Frank to the Board of Trustees to Rudy Fernandez, Joe Echeverria, Jackie Travisano, all the people who are in the upper administration have just done such a great job in saying, okay, it, it's, it's our time. It, it's athletics time to be able to get some of those uh, get some of those resources from the institution. And I think Mario's done a really good job of making sure that uh, he's utilizing them in the right way. The coaches, I mean, I've been around – 
you know, college athletics for a while, so I get to see old friends like Charlie Strong, like Kevin <laughs> Steele. I mean, people who I've worked with for you know, at other places. Uh, and I just know that they're incredible coaches. But you talked about Jason Taylor and, of course, Alonzo uh, being here as well. I mean, those are, those are really great resources for student-athletes to go and see. Um, I, I think it was um, really important. You have, you have your 10 coaches and, and your head coach, but it's the support staff around them because you have 120-some-odd student-athletes. And not everybody's going to want to talk to their position coach, but they need to have someone who they feel close to. So when you look at your recruiting staff, when you look at your player development staff, the, your analysts, having people who can have those connections with the student-athletes, that becomes a really positive thing. You mentioned resources, and it looks like the University of Miami is giving Mario all the resources he needs to be successful. And one of those things is facilities. We hear all these whispers about what's coming, what's not. You know, take us behind closed doors. Can you give us a little bit of what might be coming for the future for the football program and all of athletics? Well, I think that from a football perspective, and, and one of the things we want to be able to do is build the forever home of University of Miami football. And that is one of the places like you see at other schools that we hope to get to that level. The Alabamas, the Georgias, the Clemsons, the Tennessees, the LSUs, Texas A&M, all those places that we're going to compete against. And even in this state, Florida State and, and, and Florida, we need a dedicated facility you know, just for football. And that's one of the things that we're driving towards right now. Uh, we need to continue to make advancements in the facilities that we have to make sure that they stay in the great, in the great shape that we're in, like the SOFR Center that we're in right now. Uh, it's just a phenomenal facility, but we need to continue to make sure that it's relevant and the things around it, our weight rooms, our training areas. So all of those things are kind of housed inside the, the forever home of, of University of Miami football. But then what that's going to do is that's going to free up other areas within our athletic program to make some of our other programs better. Uh, we're doing some things over in basketball for men's and women's basketball that, that will help them from a strength uh, training area and a medical training area that are important for them. And certainly over at, at the uh, baseball stadium, Alex Rodriguez Park, Market Lightfield, there's some things going on over there as well. So we need to be able to continue to do those kind of things for all of our student athletes. But let's not make, uh, make no mistake, the, the, the big thing that we've got to take care of is our football program, yes. and that's, that's really where we, our, our focus is uh, for, the next, for the next few years to try to get that taken care of. And, Dan, when you do that, the exposure that you get nationally, it, you, you can't even put a number on it, can you? I no, mean, when, you, when this place is clicking – it's well, priceless just look at the uh, just look at the last few months and how the university of miami's name has been vaulted into you know a, 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 a area of relevance within our conference well right. it's clemson yeah but there's great brands at miami and at north carolina virginia tech and when you look at the last few years miami really hasn't been at that level but we're being talked about that way because of the great work of mario his staff and the student athletes and the investment that the university made so now we have to make sure we stay in that conversation we stay in that conversation the atlantic coast conference uh, is better when the university of miami football program is at its at that's its right. peak and and that's what's really important it's better from a television perspective it's better from a marketing perspective so we have to hold up our end of the bargain and, and we want to make sure that we do that. And I couldn't be more excited about the season that's coming up. I mean, we start with Bethune-Cookman and then Southern Miss, and then we take that trip to College Station. And that's going to be, you know, I've been there before for a football game. Um, 
pretty neat it, place. It is. Heard it's it, nuts. It is really. <laughs> it, it, it's yeah. one of the great environments in college football. And, and what the traditions, you talk about great traditions that we have here at Miami, but you also have that at places like Texas A&M. So for our student athletes and, and the fans that come on that trip to experience that, I mean, it's just, it, it's what college football is all about. University of Miami Athletics Director Dan Radakovich here with us. Um, just to ask you about this quickly, it's been kind of a crazy, uh, crazy summer in, in college athletics as a whole, right? I mean, teams are, are moving all over the place. You talk about all the, the upgrades and everything that goes on here. How important is it really, you mentioned, I, I think, to keep pace with other schools because of the fact that it, it seems like there's there's been a lot of you know switching and, and different stuff and you want to stay on top and, and make sure that you're positioned properly for the future, right? Well, one of the things that we have to do is because of the, the contractual circumstance with the ACC and our grant of rights, you know, the ACC is probably the most stable conference of, of, of all of the major conferences. And we need to be able to continue to move forward and make it better, okay? We need to, as I said earlier, Miami being better is going to help the ACC be better. But we've also got to continue to, from a sponsorship perspective, from a dollar and cent perspective, you know, get more dollars back to the institutions. So, I mean, that's part of what Jim Phillips, our commissioner, is looking to do. Uh, so we'll, we'll leave that to Jim, and, and we'll help him any way that we, we can. Uh, but there are opportunities for our conference because of the stability that we have that the Big 12 maybe doesn't have, that the Pac-12 or Pac-10 maybe doesn't have. Certainly the SEC and Big 10 have it, and they're on their, their roads right now. We have to make sure that we stay relevant, and we stay relevant as a, as a league. And, but more importantly, day-to-day, we've got to make sure that the University of Miami is in a spot to stay in those conversations that we've vaulted into over the last few months with the great work that Mario has done. When you think about this program today and college football today, can you give any kind of forecast of what college football is going to be? You could do that for so many years, and, and, and really I'm expecting the answer is there's no way to predict anything. Well, I think that there's a couple of things that I think will happen in college football. I mean, certainly name, image, and likeness has become a, a really big thing for our, our players, and, and that's, that's a good thing. That's a good thing that they have an opportunity to – um, create some revenue because, you know, at the end of the day, you see all those young men over there. They all think they're going to the NFL. But, you know, math tells you that that's not the case. Cool. So let's make sure that they take an opportunity right now in, in this community, which is fantastic, to be able to monetize that so that when they do graduate, if they don't go to the NFL, they have something to start off their life with, which is, I think, you know, just really important and, and, and uh, fabulous. But college football in general, yes, we're going to. I, I firmly believe that the college football playoff will expand past the four teams. Whether it goes to eight, to twelve, to sixteen, I'm not 100% sure. That'll be something that's that's done over the next next uh, few months, maybe a year maximum. But it's going to give more opportunities for student athletes and and universities to be in the hunt for that national championship. So I think that'll be a that'll be a big part as well. So you know, name, image, and likeness. Expanding the college football playoff, I mean, those are all things that are going to change how college uh, football is played. But at the end of the day, we want to make sure that we keep it safe uh, for the student-athletes, that they get an opportunity to you know, get that degree, which is always um, the most important thing that we do 
as, as athletic administrators and coaches, as these young men and young women throughout our entire program, whatever the sport, that they leave with a degree. And that's one of the – we try to keep the main thing the main thing. And, and that's the main thing. Yeah, just to follow up really quickly on that, do you feel maybe moving forward at, at some point when, when you talk about expanding the playoff that there needs to be maybe a little more emphasis on who wins the conference? Should that be as opposed to, like right now, obviously you have a, a playoff committee that kind of decides, but I've always, you know, me personally, and we spend hours and hours and hours discussing this, you know, on the radio, but do you think there should be maybe more emphasis on winning your conference and, and maybe conference champions getting an opportunity to play? I think you could, we could have a debate for the next six hours on that. Well, Monday at 6 a.m., he'd appreciate yeah. that. But, you know, I think that it, it all dep- every year in college football is different. You, could, you, know, you, can't really, you can't really go back into history and say, okay, well, this is really what's allowed us to um, – get to a good point here so there there are years when conference champions being uh selected would be a really good thing there are other years when maybe that's not the case so i I think that that's one of the things that the commissioners and the presidents of the college football playoff committee will really wrestle with and they'll come to a good they'll come to a good answer um because there are um there are multiple answers there um you know, if you're in a conference that has four or five really good teams and you want them to all have an opportunity to play for a championship because they beat each other up in your league, you want the playoff mm-hmm. expanded, and you might not want conference champions there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we'll see where that we'll see where that takes us. That'll be one of the more interesting sidelights of how this all moves forward in the next few years. Go ahead. No, please, Don. So, we're every every conversation that you have ends up with Notre Dame and at some point being brought up where do you where do you see that and where does it determine where they ultimately end up going you know this is one time when I think you do have to look back at history and I don't know that Notre Dame you know from a football perspective or even as an athletic department has seen money be the driver in decisions that they've made over the years I mean you know I don't know exactly how long it's been, but it's probably been within the last 10 years that they actually have a video board at, at, at Notre Dame Stadium. They didn't have that for a long time because they didn't want to commercialize it. You know, Notre Dame is, is an anomaly. They're a national program. Uh, they're bound by contract that if they do join a conference, it will be the ACC. Uh, so we'll see what they want to do. But they have a very different uh, thought process. We have five games with them, you know, as, as a member or as a you know, uh, an adjunct with the ACC, so that's good for for our our schools. I mean, you know, when Notre Dame comes down to play Miami, I bet you there won't be a seat to be had. That's right. Um, so it's 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 good for the league. It's good for Notre Dame, but they're different. They're, um, you know, we we look at tissues coming out of a box, and nobody calls it that. They call it Kleenex. They're the Kleenex <laughs> of, of of college football. Right. You know, they are a brand unto themselves. All right, Dan, I got to ask you this before we uh, let you go here because, I, you know, I get to do the basketball games with Joe Z, so I got to ask you about our basketball programs. And the uh, I know we're here for football. <laughs> it's okay. I know. But it's okay. Listen, Alex told me practice starts in a few weeks. I, I, just, I have to ask him about this because yes, it's, it's already in my mind. Um, what have you seen from the success that both programs had and, and the NCAA tournament appearances and obviously the recruiting has been has been there uh, for both the men's and women's programs? I'm just curious what, what you've seen, kind of the fallout of the success from, from last season and now carrying over to this season. 
Well, I went over and watched practice. I think it was maybe about 10 days ago, uh, both the men's and women's. Women went early, and then the guys went a little later. So I went over to um, both practices. And at the, um, at the end of one of the women's practices, one of the players came over, and uh, you know, Carla, uh, our point guard from Croatia, kind of came over, and she goes, uh, Mr. Dan, we're going to be pretty good. Uh, <laughs> That's a and, good sign. <laughs> and I said, okay, all right, I'll take that. And then I watched the guys play about two or three hours later, and they were just phenomenal. They play so well together, and, and they have such a good chemistry. Jordan, Isaiah, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, you know Nigel, the new new uh, uh, addition. It's just, uh, it, it's just really nice to be able to see um, – those student athletes come together. Um, they're excited about playing with one another. The new women's players, the new uh, men's players. I have great hopes for uh, this upcoming season. It's going to be a lot of fun in in the Watsco. So, as a shameless plug, make sure you get your season tickets <laughs> for the one eight hundred Go Canes. One eight hundred Go Canes. You get your season tickets for basketball. There's going to be some some really great games played this year. Dan, we spent a lot of time. With, uh, with you today, the last six months, talking about Mario Cristobal and his staff. How about your coaching staff as far as head coaches go at the University of Miami? You know, you, Katie and your track and your tennis and uh, the dive. It, it's endless with, with the great coaches that you have in place at the University of Miami for these student athletes. My predecessors did a really good job of, of picking some really great coaches. Um, you know, certainly um, – Katie and Jim in basketball. Amy won a championship right. in, in track and field this year. You know, Paige is just a phenomenal women's tennis coach. Really excited about that. We brought, we brought in um, a new women's golf coach, uh, Janice Olivencina, and she has just hit the ground running. She is going to do a great job. And a new rowing coach, uh, James Mulcahy from the University of Alabama. So we're excited about giving them the opportunity to make their mark here at the University of Miami. But really great coaches. And, and again, Don, not outside of the staff, but my, my administrative staff that I have here led by Jen Strawley is just top-notch. I mean, Jen, uh, Craig Anderson, uh, Jason Layton, the kind of the, 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 uh, the deputies that we have here are really, really good and, and, and uh, have the ability here to think differently which is what you have to do administratively now you have to be able to think differently because you can't do what you what was done before the rules have changed the atmosphere has changed so uh, we've got to have new ideas and those three are really three of the best that I've been around to be able to help generate those ideas all right Dan before we let you go I just I wanted to ask you if people want to get involved they, they love what they're hearing here and they, they think you know everything's heading in the right direction how do people get involved with the program well, I think it, you know, first first order of business since we're so close to the uh, football season is to buy those season tickets if you haven't had that have them yet. You know, one eight hundred Go Canes. We have the Hurricane Club, our annual fundraising or organization. Give the the Hurricane Club a call. Uh, there, if people are here and they want to come on over to this event, you know, come on over. We have some time uh, left uh, this afternoon, but just come on over to the Hecht Athletic Center. Go down, see the folks at the Hurricane Club or the ticket office, and, and just get involved. I think that that's, uh, that's a great way to go about doing it. Visit our website. It's just we try to make it easy. We try to make it easy for people to get involved through those, uh, through those uh, venues. 
Well, Dan, thank you so much for the time. We really, really appreciate it. Awesome stuff. What an event here today uh, inside of this beautiful indoor practice facility. Uh, thank you for the time. Really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate All right. it. University it. of thank Miami you, Athletic Director Dan Radakovich with us. We'll take a pause. We're coming to you live here from Canes Fest on WQAM. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.